What's up, everybody? We are back. It is episode 22? 22. Episode 22. Oh, my goodness. It's Tea Time with Robin. If you didn't know, I am T, and Robin's here with me, too. What's up, Robin? How you doing? Wow. What a drag. (laughs) We have so much to talk about. We do. We do. Amazing how the team has changed right yes all so much has changed now we have pieces that we put together a few undrafted free agents you know mm-hmm. that, are, that are joining i think that this is a very exciting time yes for sure before we get into our draft i just want to take a time out to say thank you to uh luca and josh for um having me on their show on the bills chat um for the bib and also from um Red Zone in a Lab. Deuce, thank you guys for inviting me on your shows, um, the draft shows. I knew nothing. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> they took their time with me. It was a fun show for both of these guys. They are so dope. Well, both pods. Um, and also, Josh is a big fan of yours, Robin. He told me to tell you hello, and he loves your work. So uh, I had to tell him. I said, I will let you know. So he's definitely a big fan of yours. And he tunes in. Gosh, so. that's like really so cool to hear. As you and I have talked, it's 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 an interesting world that we enter as female pod sports podcasters. Right. And um it's fun. It's fun and it's great to know that that people are listening and mm-hmm. we hope that we're going to continue to evolve over the off season and and get ready for what could be a real rock and roll season. I think this season, I, I, I feel much more comfortable is probably Mm -hmm. the word about this season than I did last season. I did not like all the hype. I did not like everybody projecting the bills to be in the super bowl. I, it just, it was, it was like, didn't win the super bowl. It was going to be a failure season. And that's why that's right. why people viewed it, quite frankly. Yeah, I, I hate that because we're not we're I don't think we're in that that situation or that position this year. Expectations for this for the Bills are very low. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers came in and took this division over, and now we're luckily. Oh, did you? I didn't put this on the on our notes. Did you see the guy saying that the Buffalo Bills will miss the playoffs this year? No. Yeah. Somebody from the New York media, yeah. of course. Say it. I think so. Please. I think so. So now we're we're not playoff contenders. Now we're missing the playoffs altogether. So it. keep it coming. Fun times. F- fun times. Keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Let's get into it. Let's get into day one of the draft. Um, Dalton Kincaid, how you feel? Wow, I, that's what I was on. I was doing a, a podcast, and the pick came in, and that's what I said. I was like, "Wow, I couldn't believe it." I think that was probably the last pick I had in my mind for them taking, first of all, the history of them taking a tight end in the first round, they've only done it a few times in the entire existence of the Mm -hmm. franchise. So I was taken aback just by that alone. It's like, okay, a tight end, 
in my mind just starts going clickety click 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 and then people started talking about this player and this being in uh what they said was the best tight end class in a decade Mm -hmm. and so originally i was kind of taken aback i thought mozzie smith right mozzie was right Right. obviously yes he was he was right there and Jack Campbell had gone, you know, you can always count on Detroit to do something hinky and in, they, twice, not once. I know twice. That's the, you know, that's the coach. He doesn't care what other people think. No, of course, of course not. Yeah, Campbell, right? Campbell, he got Jack Campbell and that's fine yeah. with me, but I was kind of sad about that. Yeah. So, when I pick came in, I was like, Oh, Robin's going to be upset. <laughs> And I, it, it just was like, oh, you stinker. Yeah. And I felt like you stinker. Right. So for sure. I get, I recover long enough. And then there's this run <laughs> of wide receivers, right? Oh yeah. It right. started at 20 with um S, what is his name? Jackson Ajiba. I can never say his name. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they run, 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 run on wide receivers. So I'm like, oh God, Mozzie Smith, right? I just, I'm listening. Mozzie? Mozzie, Mozzie's coming our way. And Dalton Kincaid. Ooh, wow. Right? So, And they jumped Dallas because Dallas yes. was going to take them. And, and, uh, and when they did that, I thought for sure it was for Mozzie Smith in my mind. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and Dalton Kincaid. Okay. So my mind started immediately going, the run on the wide receivers happens okay, this guy is not just a tight end. He's not just your your mother's favorite tight end. This guy is versatile and virtually yeah. like having a wide receiver. And a slot. Of course, you're not comparing in terms of success. Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. But this is the mo- model, the prototype mm-hmm. that Travis Kelsey has put out there. Right. And immediately my head is going, okay, dude is big, two tight end sets that we haven't seen in God knows how long. And they've been trying to do it for the last, what, two seasons. And they got OJ Howard, but he turned out to be not the same OJ Howard that came out of college because I think everybody was, you know, they tried it, you know, they tried a couple of guys, Tommy Sweeney. Uh, it did. It just didn't. Also, work. the guy on there now, um, uh, Quentin Morris. Morris. He's not. He's not. He's not a blocking tight end. He's not really all that great. I mean, even though he, t- he caught a touchdown last year, he's not. He's not the tight end that they want for this offense. Yeah, he may be more helpful in special teams or in that area, mm-hmm. but I I say that with some sadness because he came from the MAC conference. Nod to gotcha. the modern. Gotcha. Um, so there, there, there's a little emotional attachment there, but I, I wish him well because absolutely this young man, Dalton Kincaid, he can do it all. Get play. This dude is a football player. And the other thing <coughs> I would add is his hands. Now, how mm-hmm. many times we get frustrated? God, I love you, Dawson Knox, but your hands at times have been. <coughs> This right. dude has hands bigger than Josh Allen. For what one size who do his hands yeah. and, and doesn't drop passes. He dropped like four passes in his college career. It was like nuts. 
I, I don't quote me on that, but it was like two, three or four passes. It was like insane. Yeah. He, he hangs on to the ball. He was the, he was the university of Utah's entire offense. Wow. And he lit, he lit them on fire. So I love the pick. I think this is a big baller bean pick. Oh no. Yeah. I think it fills a couple of things that we need on offense in terms of the middle of the field, the short game that Josh just has never been able to get together. Maybe, maybe a few more screen passes and things like that, but this dude can play. So I was just happy as a camper. I mean, for my shock. Right. Right. I I just didn't think he was going to be there. I mean, I knew I I wanted a tight end. I kept saying, what about a tight end? Um, I didn't know this tight end, but I know Bean has said he's like a tight end and, and like a slot though. Like he's like a Beasley type of a um a tight end, but in a tight end's body rather. Um so the middle of the field, like you were saying, something that we did not really have. We we tried to get it back, though. Let's bring the gang back, but it didn't it never really caught on. And then we were having Bobby Bobby Hart line up as tight end. And you knew once Bobby Hart came in as a quote unquote tight end, it was a running play. So this guy, right. So this guy is going to force defenses to play, to change. You're going to have to change because you don't know if this guy is going to be a run blocker or he's going to catch the ball. So you're going to force the, the defense to change because of this one player and two side ends is tight ends is nothing but, it's like it's 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 a gift because we haven't seen it. We haven't. I, we haven't seen it, and they're two different tight ends. Very. This Dalton can line up everywhere on that line. Yes. Everywhere on that line, and I'm the only piece is Ken Dorsey, and I know rookie rookie first year. I know. The pressure is on, and I know he knows the pressure is on because of last year, and everybody's going to blame him. You can't, you can't get away from it. You know what I'm saying? If you're, you're, if you're on Twitter, if you're on any type of social media, your name is there. If you type your name, Ken, and you're like, oh, you know, so I think a lot of pressure is going to be on him, but I think a lot of pressure is going to be on Josh making the decisions that he need to make to make this offense, you know, run. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. You just tweaked my brain a little. God help us all uh, about (laughs) Josh and and, and short passes. There is a different sort of more mature Josh that I'm hoping that we're going to see this year. And it almost sounds like the words are there when he talks about running less and and being Mm -hmm. smarter with the ball and all of that sort of thing. And I laugh when he says that because then I think of him on the field and, and he's just going to go try. Right. To Cause something just clicks, it, you know, yeah. something clicks in him. Right. I mean, but, but this is the thing too, like in the red zone, Josh doesn't have to take that quarterback sneak anymore. You have two big guys as Dawson oh, Knox as, as, uh, as Kincaid and you have, you have digs down there. You have two big freaking tight ends. Like, boom. We have Latavius Murray, too. And Latavius Murray, which we're going to talk about as well. Which, for me, I had to go and take some 
look at this guy because I was like, okay, why are we signing a 33-year-old running back? And then I was like, oh, okay. But I understood vet value. But, you know, we'll we'll definitely get into that as well. Um, are we good with Dalton? Good okay. with Dalton. Thank you. Great pick. Great, Great. pick. Big balls. Yes. So then we go from day one where I think we weren't going to get a pick at all because I said, we're moving back to so. day two. You thought we were moving back to? I did. Yeah. I, when they moved up two spots, it was like, okay, there it's it's Mozzie Smith. And if it wasn't Mozzie, it was like, okay, well, right. okay, whatever. But yeah, so on to day two. Right. Day I, two, I was sitting. Um, I had people over to the house. I'm sitting there and I'm far away from the TV, but I'm, I'm writing down every pick I got written down in, in my phone. I wrote down one through, I did two days. Um, so they said um, 59th pick. I was like, okay, what are we doing? Awesome. Great. Um, so then they said, Cy I was like, wait, oh, Cyrus, what? Oh, <laughs> who? No. I, I screamed. <laughs> Cause I was like, there's no way that we just got Osiris torn, torn, tornist, torrents. Torn. Mm -hmm. I was like, there is no way, but freaking loved it. Freaking loved it. Oh yeah. That pick. Well, okay. <laughs> I have disclaimer here. I might as well say this straight up front. Most people know this about me, but I'm going to make this confession public. Um, recorded for all of posterity. I have a problem. And my problem is that I love big hey men. I love really big men. Big, big men on Love offensive you? line, defensive line. This man's 330. Exactly. A big man. It's a big man. It's a big man. And he has terrific, in my view, personality which I want to say is something that this offensive line has lacked since John Feliciano left. We what, 290, um, 275, 280. John Feliciano was like three something, maybe 300, maybe, I'm not sure. But yeah, we didn't, we, we don't have big guys. Big we have finesse guys. We needed one to have. Deion Dawkins has personality, but you need to have some. You need to have somebody to bounce that off with. And yes, Feliciano left and became an asshole. I'll say it. No, oh, yeah. When he went to the Jets, but he had that personality that he brought to the line. He had that and meanness. Yes, he did, and he was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And Torrance is the same way. He's a big dude, but he's Love also it. got a very loud personality as well. So I think that's going to bode very well. And you know this, the offensive linemen, man, they got to be all thinking like they got to have the vibe. They got to have, you know, they got to have that vibe. So I just thought that pick was great. So what do we have now on our offensive line? We have Deion Dawkins. We have Connor McGovern. We have Mitch Morse. We have Osiris Torrance, who I believe will slide right into the right guard position. And we have Spencer Brown. And if you ask me, okay, depth, we have now have David Edwards and Ryan Bates. 
these guys are depth guys. Although I will say that Torrance will have to earn that job away from Bates at right guard. However, what we have here, oh my God, T, for the first time yes. in while is some depth. And then Tommy Boyle. I know, right? And let's just say this. If they really wanted to, Mitch Morse, right? Bates can be center. Yes. And if anything happens. You bring up a good point. Maybe that's the plan. Because I kept wanting them to draft mm -hmm. a center. And they didn't draft anybody who was primarily a center because Torrance is more of a guard. And so I'm thinking, okay, we don't have an heir for Mitch Morse. Well, maybe we do. Maybe Bates is the plan. And maybe Bates is going to take his time, you know, be the depth person. And it, and we all know that Mitch is only one concussion away from disaster. Right. And Bates will go mm -hmm. right in there. And one more thing I might add to this Bates conversation. Uh, Joshua loves him. Love, mm -hmm. love, love, loves him. And that relationship between a center and a quarterback is very personal. And oh, Absolutely very connected. So the fact that Josh always talks about Ryan Bates and how much he loves him, that may be the plan to succeed Mitch Morris. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I like it. I like all of, I like the fact that um, they went into this draft knowing that our offensive line needed to be revamped knowing that Josh needed weapons and they did it in the free agency as well, but right. they made it a conscious decision to, to give weapons. Everybody around us, the division is getting better. The Buffalo Bills made a conscious decision to say, we need to step up this game. We're not going to win any Super Bowl, any conference, anything with the offense that we have. So right. I, I, you know, That's I right. love the fact that they did that. I will add one thing to this discussion because you brought it up about Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey is going into his second year. If you look at Ken Dorsey in his history, he mm -hmm. has almost every, still a thousand records. I exaggerate, but he has many, many records in college football that he still holds because he was, he was a winner. And if you read his history and how he became the quarterback that he became, you understand that coming from behind, learning on the fly, all of that sort of thing is natural for Ken Dorsey. And he will like Josh, I think, I think about Josh when he was thrown in against the chargers, when he was in his rookie year, when he was supposed mm -hmm. to be clipboard all year and he gets tossed in. Well, I wouldn't say Ken Dorsey got tossed in because he he earned, you know, he earned, Absolutely. The right, you know, to to in my view to become an offensive coordinator. I think Ken Dorsey has a personality. He's very very type A. I think he overthinks things. I think mm -hmm. I I listened to what Josh always said about Ken Dorsey because he before the Dorsey meltdown that made it you know that went viral, mm -hmm. most people didn't really know what kind of a guy Ken Dorsey was because 
Josh would always say, you know, the public doesn't really know the real Ken Dorsey because that I guy think we've seen him last year. Crazy. <laughs> Their makeup is the same. I think yeah. Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen's makeup is the same. And that's why they mesh, uh, mesh well together. But my only thing when it came to, um, or still to this day, going into this new, to the uh, upcoming season is who, who it, between those two can say, look at here, Josh, oh, man. who can calm down, you know, Josh, who can like, listen, stop doing that. What are you seeing? I mean, I was just listening to a podcast with um, Brandon being, um, I forgot the name of it. Uh, it doesn't matter. He was saying that the one time, I think it was against New England, he had to come down and speak to him and say, what were you seeing there? What did you see? He said, I never have to um, talk to Josh. He said, in that particular time, I did. He said, but, you know, normally I don't get into that with, with quarterbacks. He said, but I think that was Josh, maybe his freshman, um, freshman, his rookie season that he did it, I want to say. So he says he just keeps it his distance because it's um, it's that coordinator and um, quarterback you know situation. But that's my only concern when when it comes to Ken Dorsey. Are you are you the guy to say here? Listen, Josh, this Hopefully, is not working. If it's not if he if it's not from him because he's up in the booth and and that makes it harder. The quarterback coach whose name escapes me at the moment uh, right now. Might be able to do that, and I hope that that's the role. That Brady, is his name Bra Brady? Yes. No. And I think <clears throat> that that relationship is going to be critical because Ken Dorsey was Josh's quarterback coach for a couple of years, and that's where the relationship got so tight that you wonder sometimes if the boundaries of appropriate, you know, I'm the coach, you're the quarterback kind of get blurred. And furthermore, Ken Dorsey being a quarterback in college, I think that also plays into, you know, that mindset thing that, that you're talking about and being able to reel Josh in if mm -hmm. necessary. Hopefully this little conversation that we have with Josh recently where he's talking to the media, I'm getting the impression that, there is some maturity that that is coming on board mm -hmm. that that maybe Josh will be more restrained on his own because ultimately that's what it's going to take because Ken Dorsey isn't on the field. Josh is right. Josh right. has to have better control in my mind in thinking of you don't have to get a touchdown on every play, Josh live another day. Yes. And you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see the next step for Josh mm -hmm. Allen. You know, there's a next um, step. Oh, absolutely. I think you go into it, each season knowing that you have to take the next step as yep. a quarterback. Yep. Um, but let's move on to the 91st pick. Damn. And Damn, what's your, what was your initial when they said this guy's name? <laughs> Dorian, right? Wilson. Williams. Yes, Williams, Tulane. Actually, I had read an article about him maybe a week or so before the draft. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in praise, I also saw some interesting commentary from Cover One mm -hmm. about him before the draft. So 
that always like peaks my mind, the name. <clears throat> it wasn't a pick I was expecting. Again, you know, it, it here we go, Brandon. Thank you very much. But <laughs> as, as soon as it happened, I saw what people were saying on Twitter. And I just love how Twitter has this automatic decision that someone is a good pick or a bad pick oh, immediately. Gosh. Like, oh my God. Bad pick. Bad pick. That's what you kept hearing. Bad pick. Bad pick. <laughs> it's so stupid. And oh, when I look into this guy's background at Tulane, I saw some things that I the highlights were like, oh, this dude has some hit. Yeah. And he's, got he's a big hitter. Instincts. Kind of knows for the ball. And when he hits, he hits hard, 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 hard tackler. Good tackler. I thought, interesting pick. It shows me that the trend in the NFL right now, because we have a an offense that features the passing game that – Linebackers are getting lighter and faster mm -hmm. and more able to cover than previously expected in the past. Your your Ray Lewis kind of linebackers are are sort of we've evolved from that. And I'm not saying we won't eventually evolve back to the Ray Lewis mm -hmm. type. That's kind of what happens with football. But right Absolutely. now, the passing game is amen, and so the backs, you know. Truthfully, the back seven or, you know, six, depending on the kind of defensive scheme that you have, has to be, they have to be maneuverable. They have to be able to play sideline to sideline. Dorian Williams, and, and this is the thing, everybody says, well, he projects as a weak side linebacker. You know, what's he going to do? How do you know that he isn't going to be a secondary kind of, we're in a 4-2-5, right? We're in a 4-2-5. So the two, do you really have a weak side linebacker in that? In in that, you're not playing that traditional three. No, so, no, it's a different role. It's yeah. a different, different role. Yeah. And, what's and, and, and who's to say we won't play three? Right? Who's to, we don't know. We do he not might, know what Sean McDermott is going to roll out. He might throw AJ Klein in the middle there and let him be a you know traditional kind of inside you know middle linebacker. And once but, we get to um, talking about Tooney, we're going to discuss the defense. And what I want us to do maybe next episode is also discuss the defense because we we're 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 fans. We're guessing, but it's 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 fun to guess because I mean this pick right alone, <laughs> I think just kind of flipped us up and say, okay, we don't have Tremaine no more. Tremaine was a freak. Let's just be honest. Tremaine, and he also had, you know, some, some, some limitations when it came to small wide receivers and, and, and slot receivers, he couldn't, they were speedy and Tremaine didn't have that speed. But when it came to tight ends, Tremaine was there. And big um, running backs, Tremaine was there. But Tremaine was limited, too. We, he didn't have instincts. And this guy, I think, has those. That's what Tremaine lacked the most, in in my view. And people laugh, but I always said that he would zig when he should zag. Yeah. He was an instinct of instinct. I messed it up. I can't even not say it now. Instinctive. He was not Thank instinctive you. enough. And when he would gamble, sometimes he would 
gamble yeah. in, in a really bad way and 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 look very his his effort would be there totally but in the wrong direction so but although although not to cut you off no. last year was better yes it and was and I, I think i think last year was better because the defensive line was better i will also that help exactly big time but i will also add in in defense of Tremaine he may fit really well in the Bears defense. Absolutely. I wish him nothing but the best. I'm just glad that he didn't end up in New England or someplace. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I I don't even want him in the AFC, so thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you so much, the Bears, for getting him. We we as fans appreciate you so much. Um, But, yeah, you're right, though. Twitter went crazy over this pick, and I think – Kind of Brandon Bean didn't help it out at, uh, at all because he said he's more of a special teamer, teamster right now, maybe. And then people went crazy with that. Why would you pick a guy that's just, just going to be a special teams? I don't, he's going to contribute on that as well. And people are like, well, why would you pick up a guy that's exactly like a, a backup for Matt Milano? Again, we don't maybe, know. <laughs> maybe Brandon Bean is lying through his teeth, which right. Good at, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Don't have any idea what they're going to do with him. We won't know. But also, too, we need special teamers, though. Yes, we do. Because absolutely, Sharon Neal's not bad. Um, oh my God, what's the guy with the hair? Jesus, touchdown! Jesus isn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jesus. Yeah, touchdown! Jesus in the back. I mean, we still need special teamers too. So we do, but. I like the. I'm not gonna lie. I like the pick. I, I like the pick. I got, I'm good with it. Yeah. So also on day three, we picked up this monster of a freaking. We we let one freak go, and no disrespect, one freak of a nature go, and to add another freak of a nature, his his last name is short, but he's far from it. Justin Shorter, a five star out of high school. I freaking love this pick. Six four. 230, another big body guy. He's fast and he's the size alone. My God. (laughs) My God. And he was with um, Osiris. Yeah. I was. Yeah. So I. Everybody says, what about all these Florida Gators? I'm like, bring them on. Bring them. Oh, my heavens. This pick was for me. The same thing that, that you felt with Osiris, I was like, oh joy. Yeah. Because this man is big. He's he is big. Big dude. Six four? Yeah. 230. And rip. If you yes. listen, he is strong in the upper body. I said, Lord, <laughs> help me. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. I mean, he's not a good route runner, but that could change. Yeah. They can learn that. He can learn but. to block. He can learn to do all that stuff. The only question I had about him is is durability. He had some injury issues, but you know we'll see if if he pans out. I I think that he will be. He's the replacement for losing Isaiah Hodgins. Okay. Yeah. In, in my view, and and mm-hmm. this dude is like much bigger in terms of being. He's what probably twenty pounds heavier. I don't know. But I think for him though, I think he gets a jersey. 
Because if you put this guy on a practice practice squad, I think he's going to be poached. Yeah. I do. Keep him on you the can't roster. put this guy. You can't. You got to put this guy they on the roster. From from getting poached too many times. Yeah. You could tell Brandon Bean was torqued that he got he lost Jack Anderson to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and also the running back. Um, oh yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> I forgot his name, but yeah, him too. So yeah. I, I think he, yeah, he's for sure he learned, and he learned from Isaiah Hodges too. Exactly. You know, exactly. so yeah, I think we are in agreement that we like this Justin Shorter. Uh, next one is Nick Booker, Broker, Broker, Broker. Uh, guard. Yep. More yes, depth. Yes. You know? Yes. Now that's a guy you're probably going to put on the practice squad. Yes. Yeah. And and let him learn that you know let him learn the roles from from Cromer. Absolutely. I mean, he's another three hundred five guy. Yes, another big guy. I, the last guy, Alex Austin. I love that guy signing. Yes. Oregon State. He's another one corner. And this is something you see. Most general managers will say every year you have to draft a corner. You just have to, they get injured. You just mm -hmm. have to draft a corner in every draft. Sometimes they come early because the draft falls that way. Sometimes they don't, but I was extremely happy to see them draft draft. He's six, six, one, one ninety-two. Mm -hmm. Very, very adept in zone coverage which I think is in response to Kair Elam struggling in zone coverage. And so this guy is going to push him. I like it. And not, not, not for nothing. If it's just competition, yeah. you know, the, this, this team loves to push their guys. And I think more or less that, that um, Osiris is going to push Bates. So it's going to be a friendly yeah. competition out there. And who knows who knows? Because we know how they feel about rookies. But if he's beating Bates at training camp, you got to put this guy in. You have to. And the only concern I have is his feet. People are saying his feet, mm -hmm. he's cement, whatever. I think when you come in as a rookie, you got something. There's some, You're not coming in as a perfect rookie. There's something that you have to work on. And for yeah. him, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about him. I'm not. No, I think it's wonderful. I think the depth that we now have in terms of offensive linemen is the best I've seen in a while. Yeah, a while. It's been a while. It's just the, this is like maybe, yeah, like you said, the best. We've been, we've been waiting and wanting this kind of offensive line since Josh arrived and yeah. prior to Josh too. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very exciting. Um, yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Wait, what, what did I say here? Oh, so I wanted to ask you what, and I think we both are agreeing of of the pick. One player that you're going to follow in camp. Well, for a draft pick, it would definitely be Justin Shorter. Yeah, and me we too. just discussed why. But <laughs> as far as who I'm going to be following in in camp. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we're going to get to Pooh in a minute because we have we picked up seven undrafted picks. Oh, um, I forgot about them. I mean, we don't have to name all of them. There's one pick that uh, I was like, oh, okay. It's Reggie Wayne's cousin. Oh, He's, I thought yeah, that yeah. Yes, that's yeah. good. I haven't had a chance to look at the undrafted free agents yet. I will. Yeah. 
I will get it's seven of them. Yeah. I didn't look at all of them either. So, but we got, and you know, the bills always invite somebody from UB and I love that. I love that. Every year they invite somebody from UB. Yes. Yes. So I always think that's um, something that's a given. They'll reach out. Yes. They've yeah. done that almost almost every year. And Sean McDermott and, and Bean are good at community relations, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another aspect uh, that gets overlooked in terms of why they are so good at what they do, because they do develop great relationships with within the community of, of people that they live. And I think that's important to have Absolutely. that. Absolutely those kind of connections and, and that, that kind of a relationship. Okay. I like that. Um, let me ask you this. What non Buffalo bills pick did you like? Okay. I thought about <laughs> it and you knew I was going to say this, but I take my hat off to, to Dan Campbell who I'm now accusing of, of having Jack, he, he selected Jack Campbell. <laughs> Just for the name? He's, it's his illegitimate child that no one right. knows. Uh, right. Okay. Everybody says, oh my God, he drafted him way too early, blah, blah, blah. You know what my response to that is? If that guy turns out to be as good as he may likely turn out to be, mm-hmm. You're not going to care if you picked him at 15 or five or 38. Well, right. if you picked him at 38, you're going to feel like you got a bargain. So yeah. the, 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 the variability in terms of how one person scouted Jack versus another person scouted, like he was selected to go anywhere from the first round to the middle of or late of the second round. Right. So there was this feeling that, and it was mine too, that we might even get lucky enough to get him on day two. Well, when they picked him at 15, you know what I did. Everybody was shocked though, a little bit. I was, but I wasn't because I it was like, God damn that coach Campbell. He does what he wants. Right. And it's always one outlier because like you can say, okay, they're not going to take him. They're not going to take him. Ah, oh, they might, they probably won't. And then you're just like one, just wrinkle. Let's talk about the Rico. Um, Will um, Lewis, right? Didn't get picked at all as a uh, as a quarterback. Right. There, there, there were people out there saying that maybe his his agent or someone should have said, "Let's leave," because he was just sitting there and the camera was on him. And it's it's just like the Lamar situation when Lamar was sitting there. I mean, it it's tough. It's tough because you're invited and people are thinking you're going to go high and you don't go at all. That's 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 tough. You, that's, really you know, tough. that's something you, you that's something that you put in as an athlete. You put it in your head and it, you let it burn. Absolutely, you let it burn and you let it burn and you let it burn. I remember Aaron Rodgers going through that. Yeah, get drafted until what twenty one overall, or I can't remember. But someone mm-hmm. in the, later in the first round, and every camera was on him. Every single pick. I just think it's just ridiculous. I mean, these young. These young guys are already under pressure and to respectful and it doesn't do anybody any good. And it no, it doesn't the audience uncomfortable. Nobody wants, nobody wants to see somebody squirm like that. I so know why they do it. And it's just, it's just like, look at the draft that Josh came out of the only quote unquote good quarterbacks. Now is Josh and Lamar. 
-hmm. Like, you know, the number one pick, uh, May Mayfield, what's his name? Baker Mayfield. I mean, where is he? He's on like, there's ne what, five different teams now? <laughs> so, I mean, I never liked him anyway. So, but, you know, everything that is happening to him, he probably deserves. But anyway, um, <laughs> my pick, <laughs> my pick, I loved Texan, Houston, Texas draft. I love their draft. The guy that I like is Will Anderson, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was a good pick for them. And wow. Got, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at, at that team, that that team, new coach, right? New head coach, new, they got a, a quarterback, a quarterback. Um, they have Devin I, Singletary. I know. That's why I'm going to be watching. They got Devin Singletary. That's going to be a fun team to watch. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to be a fun team to improve. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, let's get to some of our um, surprise signings, I guess. Latavius Murray. Yes. He played with Denver last year. Another mm -hmm. running back, a vet in the room, which Sean loves have a vet in, um, in kind of each uh, position. He likes to have vets in each position. And this guy, like I said at the top of, the, uh, of this episode, I think I said um, I didn't know. Like, I was like, okay, why? What are you doing here, Sean? But I went back and looked at some tape and seen that he played last year. So I was like, okay, I like it. I like it. So what's he your went, thoughts? He went to Denver last year with the idea. And, and, and we all thought, I thought, we all thought Denver was going to be a really good team last year. Yes. Most of us were shocked that Russell Wilson basically crapped the he looked bed. like a rookie. <laughs> oh, he looked horrible. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he did. Looked horrible. He had I so didn't know who that guy was. Well, Latavius Murray didn't know who he was either. So Latavius was selecting the Broncos because he thought the Broncos were really going to be a team on the rise and in big time with Russell Wilson and that didn't happen. And it was a one-year deal. So off he goes back into free agency. What you have to like about Latavius Murray is that he is very fast. He's big mm -hmm. and he's durable. He's been in the league for 10 years. 13? Oh, 10. Yeah. He's I thought it was 13, but it could, I mean, I might be wrong. A long time, a long time. And you don't survive as a running back in the NFL that long. Unless right. You are elite top of the line, which he was never really considered to be. Mm -hmm. But this man, he plays with heart. Yeah. He's going to fit in very well. And what a great diverse running back room we do. Bills have now another position that, as a fan, um, I haven't seen since Josh right. came into as a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. So right. a lot of changes, man. Oh man, our offense is going to look so different. Different, so different. No, our defense. Oh, let's switch it on the other side. Our defense, and I know Robin is so excited about this. So excited she can't hold it, her I composure. I can't. Robin got her D tackle 
She's excited. I'm gonna just gonna let Robin handle this part of it because I know she's about to bust. I'm about to bust. <laughs> I am so about to bust. I am so over the moon about this pick. Puna Ford. <laughs> I never thought, honestly, when the draft was over and there was no one technique defensive. You were you were cursing. I know you were swinging at the air. Again. Three years. Again, we went through another entire draft without getting us a big ass. Big. And I just was beside myself because I never thought we had a shot at Puna Ford. I don't know. My brain was like, oh, no, he's going to cost too much. There's no way we could we could work him in. Well, Puna took a, a, a pay cut to come to Buffalo. <laughs> you said Puna. I love it. Puna. I love it. He is my favorite. Okay, six. Let's see. 5'11, 310 pounds. My goodness. That is an immovable object. He's solid. You are going to have to double team him. He's a run stuffing son of a gun that you're not going to move in. I remember when we played against him last time we played oh. Seattle, and he was a problem. He was an absolute problem. But you know who else he's going to make a problem? He's going to make Ed Oliver a big problem because Ed yes. Oliver finally has the nose tackle that he needs to be able to function in the role that he functions in. So thank you very much. But one more thing, I just have to say this. Puna is going to bring the, along with Jordan Phillips, but Puna has personality. Puna. He does. He rubs his belly, I guess. Is that oh. his thing? Puna, he is going to bring so much love to our defensive line. I just, I, I love the way you say Puna. Puna, I, I do. I love him so much. I oh love him as much as his grandmother did. Welcome. Oh my goodness, Buffalo Puna. We yes, care of you. Yeah, yes. And for all the Ste- the Seahawks are worried. We're don't worry about it. Seattle, we got him. Go. Buffalo Bills have him. Bills Mafia have him. He's a he's a run defender. I love the fact that he also has the ability to uh, pass rush. Yes. Love it. Good love it. Feet are, you know, he's light on his feet for his size. Mm-hmm. And right. a gigantic block. Right. And they were saying that we, we may be in the works of getting a pass rush, which is great. Did you just see recently that Vaughn was working out? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why. Please. Please put the bills down. Everybody tell me the bills are going to suck this year. They're not going to make the playoffs. I want to hear it all. Let's yes. hear it. Yes, because all it's going to do is be bill billboard material for these guys to stick in their lockers. I mean, they don't need any motivation because I think last year was a motivation for them. Um, seeing their brother, you know, on the field is a motivation for them. Um, so. Thank you. <laughs> Our defense is going to be different. Our offense is going to be different. This team in a whole is going to be different. Sean McDermott is calling the defense this year. And like the quarter, not the um, the head coach of the Washington Commanders Ron said, Rivera. Ron Rivera, thank you. Sean is an aggressive coach. Yes. He was an aggressive defensive coordinator. And I love it. If you're bringing Carolina's defense to the Buffalo Bills, they won. 
I'm with it. Bring it. Bring it. Because I don't know what we're going to see out there day, week, week one, week two, week three. I am all for whatever that is. I'm that for right it. there with you, girl. Yes. So this, um, I think we covered all of our draft picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. We're good. And our um, signings. Uh, listen, love it. I love you. I love Thank you again. <laughs> um, so it was fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, in the top, on the beginning of this pod, I want to talk about maybe next week, the defensive side of the ball and how mm -hmm. do we see all of this stuff coming um, together. Um, but for now, we are out of here. This is episode 22 of Tea Time with Robin. We thank you guys again. Thank you for tuning in. Like this, share this, tell somebody that you didn't know, tell them about us. We know a little something. We, me and Robin know something a little bit, you know, we know a little something, but thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Robin, again, always love. Love you. Peace out. All right. Go Bills. Yes. Peace. You have been listening to Tea Time with Robin. Go Bills.